queens and kings you was born to be blessed as reach one teach one the future is our next step bring back our kings reach out your hands and save our queens time we take charge and we leave but first we bring back our queens and save our kings save the future leaders teach the seeds yes Good evening, kings and queens. You are now tuned in to Bring Back Our Kings, the podcast, here on Blades One Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to the Bring Back Our Kings podcast. Um, as you know, or but if you don't know, Bring Back Our Kings is about uplifting and, uplifting and inspiring the youth. Uh, we celebrate Black excellence. Uh, we provide a platform where we showcase uh, Black business owners who, uh, who are in other industries besides in the music industry. I think it's very imperative. We think it's very imperative imperative excuse me that we uh youth that a black man can be uh successful in other industries besides those two um so without further ado tonight's guest is mr bohemia and i probably (laughs) it incorrectly but he is going to correct that for us Boy, boy ma. Ma. just two syllables. Boy, ma, two syllables. Boy, boy, ma. ma. That's boy, it. ma. That's there it. you go, boy, <laughs> ma. But he is he is doing great things for the community. He is a life insurance agent, along with some other great things that he is going to elaborate on. And you know, one thing about Bring Back Our Kings, we we cannot stress enough the the importance of getting yourself and your family insured properly. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Uh, so without further ado, go on and take the, we're going to pass the mic over to Mr. Go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Curtis, for having me on your show. You're welcome. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, yes, my name is Boima Masakwa. I work for New York Life. Uh, my company is about 186 years old. We're number currently sitting at number sixty-seven on the Forbes list. Um, uh, uh, I work as a field agent. You know, uh, right now I specialize in life insurance, but we do for we do other things: life insurance, annuities, final planning, final expense, um, group policies. We do uh, um, college planning. We basically help families, individuals. Uh, businesses, small businesses, large corporations, it doesn't matter. We help them out and try to get things in order. You know, personally, I feel like my job, personally, my mission is to be partially responsible for one of the greatest transitions of wealth in our community. So that's me in a nutshell. That's awesome, mm-hmm. man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that you're doing what you're doing because it's very important um, to make awareness of life insurance that a lot of people need to get it. A lot of people don't really think about it, mm-hmm. you know, especially in the black community. They think that it's not important, but right. they don't realize that they leave a burden on their family when they leave this earth. That's and true. Um, I have my own personal experiences. Um, where I had to bury a few people myself in the past few years, not so much mm-hmm. just because of COVID. It's just the idea that 
it seemed like when it comes to us, we don't want to get life insurance. You know, especially <laughs> when you got a family, it, it's, it's no, it should be a no, no, no brainer situation. Exactly. But, and 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 then afterwards, everybody got to pay money to bury you, and you people, you, you know, nobody wants to see their father, um, being cremated, not cremated. Nobody wants to see their father going to Pottersville, so they're gonna sit there, scrape up the few dollars they got to bury you, as well as, you know, still gotta live. So it's just not good. Mm-hmm. It's not a good thing. And I'm happy that you're doing what you're doing. And I like the idea that y'all also do financial planning to help mm-hmm. people invest. I think that's very important as well because. Um, it is. We need one of the biggest things when I was doing my research when it comes to life insurance policies, um, with the dominant society, that's one of the ways that they have grown wealth is with um life insurance policies. Definitely. Even leaving significantly more than what they even have in assets. So when they leave this earth, they could put their family at a plus instead of a minus. Correct. Definitely. Definitely. You know, there's three, like, there's this, well, there's a few, but mainly the thing I really hear from people is, you know, the, um, there's, there, there isn't any living benefits to life insurance, which is not true, you know. Um, mm-hmm. like you said, definitely there's the death benefits, leave assets, you know, when you pass. But there is a lot of life benefits to it as well. Like, for instance, you know, we set up, we can set up life insurance as a retirement, you know, like you put into it now and you can build cash value where you get a, you get the age of 65, you know, whatever age you set it for, where if you want to pay in for 10 years and then retire after 10 years, or you want to pay in for 20 years and then retire and then have a cash value on top of having a death benefit as well so you know that's a big misconception people just think it's something that you just pay into it and then when you die the next person reaps the benefits no that's not necessarily the case you know another thing is people don't understand that um life insurance a lot of times is cheaper than your cable bill (laughs) it's cheaper than your car insurance Yep, it, it's way true. cheaper than my car insurance right now, thinking about it, you know, but um, it's not something that's necessarily just designated for one group. You know, it's not designated just for rich people. Common, I'm, I'm telling you, people who grew up poor like years ago, I'm not going to say 100, but years ago, people grew up poor and they just was paying on their life insurance policy. And when they passed, they left generational wealth. You know, uh, um, for the next generation, because also in life insurance, we adjust with inflation. You see what I'm saying? Nice. We adjust with inflation. Like if the if the if the power of the dollar goes up and down, life insurance balances out. Another thing about life insurance is tax free. So you're getting you're getting at, at the time of retirement, you could get your 401k. You know, you could get your check from your pension, your 401k and your life insurance policy. But you see those other two them other those other two instruments uh, um are tax deferred, meaning that you pay taxes when you take them out, like when you retire, you know when you draw from your one your 401 k uh, or your pension, you're gonna be taxed compared to um life insurance you you get your money tax free the number is the number the government um you know they can't touch it. 
So those are just some things. Those are just some misconceptions that people have about life insurance. Right. That's, that's, that's good. That's great. I, I really want you to elaborate a little bit more on the life benefit of, of life insurance. You know, okay. the, the now, because that's something that I didn't even have that perspective. I know that I have a couple of whole life insurance policies and I know that I know I'm knowledgeable about the cash benefits and, mm. you know, I can borrow against that and things of that nature. But if you can just tap into tap into that a little bit deeper, I think that would be great. OK. Uh, all right. As far as the difference between a term policy and a whole life policy, I like to look at it as renting a home versus a mortgage building equity and of uh, eventually you're going to own a home. Right. Renting, like you have a, you can you can live in a, you can live in a, you can rent a million dollar house, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, at the end of the, at the end of the agreement, you either have to leave, or your rent will go up. You see, right? Like if you have a one year lease, they can say, okay, well, we're no longer renting this property. You have to go. Compared to a mortgage, you know, at the end of the thirty years, this is going to be yours forever. Right. right. So it's it's kind of the same with life insurance. A term policy, you would get the term like a 10 year, 20 year, 30 year term, and um it will have a high death benefit, but it won't build any equity in that term policy. Like you'll be paying uh you'll be paying twenty, thirty dollars a month for a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar policy or 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 a hundred thousand dollar policy, but at the end of that ten year term, it goes away. You see, it, it disappears. You don't get any money back. Compared to a le- uh, um a whole life policy, where the death benefit isn't as high initially, right? But as you pay into it, starts. Let's say it starts off at a hundred thousand. Your death benefit, right? Mm-hmm. As you pay into it, whether you have a twenty year custom. You're paying, let's say you're paying a hundred and, and that whole life is more expensive because of the dividends it pays out, meaning that you're paying a hundred dollars a month, right? Mm-hmm. You're paying a hundred dollars a month into the whole life policy. And it it there's it's not interest, it's dividends. The difference between interest is interest is like a compound interest, is only the interest only accrues on the monthly payment is is at a strict percent compared to a dividend right a dividend is um a dividend is a, a percentage of what the company makes you it, it returns to your policy so with a whole life policy it's the initial death benefit will start at a hundred thousand but by the time you pay in for 30 years the, the death benefit can go up to 250000 And in that 250000 you'll probably have fifty, eighty, $80,000 or $150,000 cash that you could take out. And you don't necessarily have to pay it back. And at the end of that 30 years that you've paid into it, the death benefit continues to still grow without right. you paying into it That's anymore. Hard. Without you paying into, you don't have to pay after thirty years or twenty years. You pay into your whole life policy, it's done. You're 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 done with the payments, but your money still grows. Mm. 
That's good. That's real you good. Die. Then when you die, oh, oh, oh wow, this is this what I mean by living, this is what I mean by um, the living benefit of it. Where uh-huh. you're paying for, you're paying for 30 years. Like, say you pay from 30, from age 30 to 60, right? At 60, you retire. And you have that $150,000 cash inside of the policy that you're taking out for retirement. You see what I'm saying? That's right. good. That's a good lot of people, a lot of people will will um take it out probably yearly. Like they'll break that hundred thirty thousand dollars into a twenty year annuity type situation where they'll probably taking out ten thousand dollars a year, and that ten thousand is going towards just their living expenses because you know in in other communities at that time their house is already paid for, their cars is already paid for. Right. The education of the kids already paid for, you know, they're not they're not they're not paying month to month rent. <laughs> they're they're actually their house is paid for, their cars paid for. They're actually just living off their income directly, like really living off of it. Whether it be traveling, whether it be buying other property, whether it be doing business, you see what I'm saying? Wow. So that's the living benefit of a whole term. Uh, um um. A whole life policy, right? You understand? So, That's a quick gist of it. That's just like the, you know, the quick gist of it. But you know, if if y'all could contact me and we can sit down, have a meeting, and we'll get definitely get further, more in depth into the subject. This is the meeting, brother. <laughs> this is the Wait, meeting. Don't this, take you. This ain't the meeting. Trust me, this ain't the meeting. This is this is the. This is all about you, and this is all about spreading spreading the the wealth and the knowledge. You know, we oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. We, but, gotta, you know. we gotta get our people <laughs> all the way together. So, I mean, within fourteen minutes, I've already learned a little bit more than I knew about um mm, about insurance. the <laughs> right? <laughs> about yeah. The, yeah, that's true. But you know, but oh, what what I mean by this ain't necessarily the meeting because F is not. Is not a custom. I mean, it is a custom situation. It's not a template situation. It's not a one size fits all for right. everybody. You know, it's a situation where everybody has to sit down and actually go over their finances, go over their incomes, their taxes. You know what they owe, what they you know what what their annual income is. You know, um, what type of expenses they have in life: children, wife, marriage, house. You know those type of situations. It's not just something like, oh, okay, I can. You know, is this? That's this, good though. The, That's the good. Overall picture of it though. Right. I like. I like that because um, one thing is for certain, everybody finances is different. So I like the whole mm-hmm. idea that y'all don't keep it as a one size fit all. And exactly. I think that that's that'll make it difficult for somebody. But being so that you sit down, okay, let's take a look at your finances. What is your expenses? What you can mm-hmm. afford, and then make affordable uh, policy according to your finances. Where we're not going to hurt you, but we're also going to um give you some a, a great policy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's awesome, though. Definitely. I, that, that is that's that good, is. and I, I think it's important. And, and New York Life been around for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. hundred eighty-seven years. That's hot, you know. Mm-hmm. I like I like to hear stuff like that because I I, I can see myself like, oh, I don't want to invest money into a bit, uh, invest money into this policy, and the next thing you know, it's gone. Because you know, you actually have policies out there, life insurance policies that go bankrupt. 
We, well, <laughs> actually, let me tell you about that. We we triple A rated. You know, we've been yeah. giving out. We've been in business for 187 years. We've been giving out dividends for 167 years. Yeah, we made I was it through just World looking. War One. We made it through World War Two. We made it through the Cuban Missile Crisis. We made it through uh, um, Vietnam. We was giving out yeah. dividends through all that time. So nice. you know, everybody everybody has the opportunity to take advantage for the next. We made it through COVID. <laughs> without taking yeah. no government stimulus from any of them. So uh, um we everybody should take advantage. It start little. You know, you could you could get a policy for twenty certain people could get a policy for a low amount of money. I'ma say that. You know, right. like I said, some of these policies are cheaper than your cable bill. Yeah, That's well I'm definitely I'm definitely going to um take you up on that offer you know i've already shared with you briefly that i haven't had the best experiences experience with the company um as a whole but you know i think every company has every company nothing is perfect so no, definitely not there, you know there's always one or two or mid, several people that drop the ball within an organization and i just definitely. happen to be i just happen to be um one of those people that they drop the ball on. But um, that doesn't mean that I'm not open-minded enough to sit down with you and you can, you can uh, educate me on other things that they have going on, just like your financial planning and a couple of other things that uh, you mentioned. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to that. And during this conversation, don't forget to uh, tell the audience where they can contact you uh, website, telephone number, things of that nature. You, this is all about you today. So, um, just rep yourself. Rep, <laughs> rep what you do, pretty much. Thank you. I really, I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to get the message out there. You know, uh, like I said, I'm here to help the community, and um, I, I really believe that this is a method of, you know, providing wealth for the next generation. For sure. For sure. The Jews been doing it forever. Everybody. You know, not everybody. 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 <laughs> it, it feel like to me, everybody's in the game and we're not. You know, right. um, I feel That's like true. personally, personally, it is a obtainable goal of having at least everybody having at least 250,000 in every household within the next five to 10 years. In our community, I believe that you know, and and this company is already working towards that mission. So you know, um, with that being said, like if you if you think about it, if every household can leave the next generation two hundred fifty thousand, that's more than enough, I think, to start you know something or, or put the put the you know put the community back on track at least financially, you know, For sure. um, and then. And then from there, you know, we we go down the initial other steps that we have to take, you know, to be back in a position of power. For sure. So, so could you break down for us? Um, I have a couple of whole life and policies, but uh, most most recently, um, my significant other was was tap chiming in with me about getting a term. Mm -hmm. um, basically looking at it like um it's a it's an additional check you know at the end of the day it's an additional check you know it can always be extended you know like if i get like a 10-year term 
policy and and it I know that I'm still here when that 10th tenth year hit, I can go ahead and extend it. Um, I understand the significance about it not bringing in any type of like equity, like cash value mm-hmm. with the example, um, with the perfect example that you gave about renting a house versus owning it. Yes. But, you know, he's definitely looking at it, you know, like it's just another check that can be cut when, when you pass away and you can leave that to your beneficiary. So what's your take on that? Okay. What I think, okay, usually what a term is used for, you have to determine your number now, right? So right. If, you have, if you have a home, let's say, for instance, you have a home and you have uh, um, 30 more years of payments on that home. The house is 250000 You already paid in two, you already paid in, um, let's, say, let's say the house is 350000 You already paid a hundred and a hundred thousand into that house, right? So for right. the remaining of your mortgage, you have two hundred and fifty thousand to pay, right? Mm-hmm. So you know you need insurance for two hundred and fifty thousand in case somebody, in case the breadwinner in the home passes. That's true. You see what I'm saying? So right. that's what I mean by when as things get paid off more, as as things get paid off, is the less insurance you need. That's really the way you have to look at it. Gotcha. Right? Mm-hmm. It, of course, there's a death benefit. You want death benefit to move on to your kids. That's it's, it's kind of like you have to have a separate situation for each. Right. That's true. Yeah. In case, in case your spouse, God forbid, something happens to them and they don't come home at night. You know, you have to the the income still has to be there. Right. Or you will be put out of your house. Forget about uh, leaving kids to leaving money to the kids at this point. It's like we trying to survive still. If anything happens to me or you, right? So, term in 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 that sense, yes. Okay, I have another. I have a two hundred fifty thousand dollar loan remaining on my house. I'm gonna get a term for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right? Yeah. If you if you already have the foundation of all those things covered. Your your income, like twenty years of your spouse's income, you and your spouse's income to take care of the the payments that we have for the next twenty years, or whether it be the next seven years on a car or or um whatever major expenses, cable, childcare, you know, uh, college tuition. Once you have those things laid down, covered, right? All the numbers is covered, whether it be like two, whether let's say it. Is two million, three million, uh, um, to cover all those things. If you have, and you have, let's say you have five hundred in savings, and in your four hundred one k, five hundred thousand, you know that you need two hundred and fifty. You you need two point five million in, in insurance. Right? That's true. You need because you know in in the next thirty years is gonna be you're gonna spend three million dollars. Yeah. What, right. In the next 30 years, everything will be paid off. Um, and the total will be three million. You have five hundred already in savings. So you will get insurance for two point five million. So is it a wow. check really? <laughs> it, it might not really be a check because you might not even you might be underinsured down, which That's a lot true. of people are. Right. Yeah. Because they don't evaluate their finances yearly or they get a policy. And they just think, okay, it's all good. 
you know, uh, um, and they they get a policy uh, a year ago, and they think, oh well, um, I'm good. But you just bought a house, you just had two kids, you got another car loan, um, uh, your kids about to enter into school, but you only have you you probably have you probably need two million in coverage, but you only got two hundred and fifty thousand in insurance. So yeah, when we, we yeah. so when we so when we get policies, we should be. We should be putting everything in in perspective. We should, of course, we should be looking at our finances plus expenses, things everything. of that plus plus like how was the average cost to to bury a loved one and things of that nature. That's called final expense, right? Final expenses, mm-hmm. right? Okay. So yeah, yeah this what this is what we do. This is what we sit down. Uh, we sit down with families and, and, and determine that number. That's and good. We, and we do it, we do it, it depends. If it's aggressive, we will be we'll be back at the table with you every three months. If it's if it's less conserv if it's less conservative, then we probably do it six months every year. We evaluate, you know, sit down, come back to the table, see what's necessary, you know, see if you need more, see if you need less. Yes, I think, he Mm-hmm. I didn't. That's great. I I never had that type of experience with uh, not only your company but the mm-hmm. company that I have now. They don't they don't take the time to create that plan, an action plan, and then follow mm-hmm. up with with the people, the consumer, mm-hmm. um, every three months or things of that nature. So that's that's really key that you said that. Mm-hmm. That's not me. That's good. Like I said before, I'm sorry about that experience you had. That's 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 no good. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Well, it has nothing. It has nothing to do with you. You just keep doing great things and and bringing awareness. And uh, like I said, we're definitely going to sit down and talk. And I'm gonna send some people your way as well. I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, because um, I think I think when it comes to the black community, um, when it comes to like life insurance policies, I think we should always do double or triple as much as we can afford to pay to have a policy where the numbers is way more than what we have in assets because we need to find a way to have some wealth distributed to our generation and I think that's one way of doing it because it's unfortunate. I don't think anybody, you know, if you come from my come from my um our, our race should be trying to um look for a policy just to cover the basic stuff. I think we need to go above and beyond. Definitely. Because at that day when we leave this earth, we leave in the earth, we leave in bills. You know? <laughs> Definitely. Let's say, let's say if we just leave just enough, then just enough is just enough, meaning that they're going to be in the same position or even worse when you leave. Because now they're not getting that. Uh, if you're the breadwinner, so that means that money is not coming each month. You know exactly. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's like getting a substantial amount, knowing you nowhere near have that kind of assets and, and, and money. Like if somebody worth a million dollars, get five million, get four million, get four million dollars, get as much as you can, much as you're allowed to get with your health situation. So you you gotta look at your you gotta look at the whole portfolio and then you know do you know do what you can do. Like you got you, yeah. you got you know how easily assets could turn into liabilities quick especially like in like in a real estate game you know you 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 probably good at managing houses right Mm -hmm. but your spouse 
that's that might not be her thing, you know. And and next thing you know, she's left with ten houses, or she's yeah. left with she's left right. with two houses that she has to maintain. And and you know, she might not be aware, or or he might not be aware of how to do these things, you know. Mm-hmm. And and that could easily turn from an asset to a liability. For that's sure. True. That's, that's, early, that's early true and that happens mm-hmm. you have to look at you have to look at the whole the whole porf, the whole portfolio uh, life insurance is like a, I would look at it as a foundation you know like before you start building building other things you know have your life insurance in order it's good to get it while you're young you know before you even come into a relationship before you even get married, like, listen, this is what I really bring to the table. You know, right. if anything, if any, if I'm making a commitment to you, because life insurance is the quickest way to make an estate, right? Once you yep. sign a policy, you are an estate holder at this time. So you, you're all these things fall under your estate. And um, you come into the table now in a relationship and you're worth... <laughs> You're worth as much as your policy is. So you have a you have a, a whole life policy, a term policy in your name. And and it's it's almost like it could be two, three million dollars you coming to the table with. You have to consider that, you know. That's true. And and your spouse has to consider that. You have to consider putting yourself in a position where uh, um like I said, it has to be a foundation. We're we're building on something, and you you want to take it. You want to take assets, but you don't want these assets to become liabilities. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. It happens, <laughs> and and that, that stuff like that does happen, though. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but we don't. We, a lot of these things happen because we don't have enough of these type of conversations. Um. Yeah. And, and until, until it's too late. But go ahead, brother. And you know. Uh, it's a, a lot of a lot of times it, it since I've been in this field mm-hmm. to me is like is is like crazy how keeping up with the Joneses you know keeping up with the latest trends and fashion is so devastating to our community you know when yeah. when people say buy buy uh, new sneakers, these Jordans and stuff like that. A pair of Jordans, one pair of Jordans now. I like Jordans, so <laughs> one pair of Jordans now is more than a policy. People buy like three, four pairs of Jordans a month. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. A Birkin bag, right? A Birkin bag, specifically, yeah. right? A Birkin bag. You can the price that a Birkin bag costs, right? You can have your child receive like a thousand dollars. Every month for the rest of their every month on their birthday for the rest of their life, mm-hmm. one thousand, two thousand, three thousand. Because if you was to put that situation in like an annuity, right? Say you take yeah. that ten thousand dollars you put in an annuity, you invest, you you give it to uh, um the company, right? That money gains interest, right? So mm-hmm. and, and you're giving that money so they can invest it, you know. So it it. it they paying, I mean, you pay them so they could pay you back with interest. Mm-hmm. Compound interest to me is like always something that I always find fascinating. Because when I used to tell people, they used to like, what is compound interest? I said, well, take a $20 bill, the most simplest term, 
and turn and then that 20 turns into 40 and that 40 turns to 80 and that 80 turns to 160 and keep on flipping 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 and before you know it you like wow how the heck that happened all for 20 dollars right but yes. that's what the compound is because when people think of inch interest they just say oh five cents here 10 cents on it 20 or whatever your the value of your uh percentages but yeah, no compound the is rate. the best it depends. Yep. It depends specifically on the interest rate, right? Mm -hmm. You know, depending the more is like the more you have, the more you have, the more you have. All right, okay. Mm -hmm. then let's say your interest. I'll give you an example like this. Let's say your interest rate is five percent, right? Five percent of one thousand. Probably I don't know specifically the number, but five percent is not as much as five percent of a million dollars. Right. So so if you have a million dollars in your bank that's carrying over every year, is always gaining that five percent interest, five percent interest, five percent interest. I never knew this until I got into college. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever told me that about compound compound interest when I was growing up. Nobody told me about the three financial statements, the cash flow, you know, the owner's equity. Nobody told me about financial statements. And yes. these, are the, these, these are information that's missing in our community that that's probably the most important thing after I don't know the constitution <laughs> you right if, if you if you don't know, like you know your rights you know what's to be said but you don't know the three financial statements in in the world you 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 just running around blindfolded and that's what that's what's pushed on us constantly the world like it's pushed on us to be ignorant and blow money and you know all these things that people in our community does you know that is like it would change it would change the whole community and they'll never put that information out there they'll never talk about the three financial statements they'll never yeah. talk about compound interest on tv I, i've never heard about it you, you know? and me exactly. i've never heard about it because yeah. if that information was installed in us you know as kids the game will be a whole lot different. It, well, sure. it, it, it makes sense. It makes sense for, they, you know, not that I'm trying to say, you know, that I know for a fact because it's only my speculation, mm -hmm. but I think it's the interest of people that have the wealth to not set it up where it could be re redistributed as far as um, people understanding knowledge is definitely knowing about accounting and stuff like that because a lot of us, we know how to probably run a business, but we really don't understand accounting and expenses. And exactly. Because right. the whole problem, the whole problem is that you could have a multi-million dollar business, but that doesn't mean that you have millions. That means that your business is producing millions, but mm -hmm. your expenses is high as your interest. I mean, exactly. high as your uh, oldest equity. <laughs> exactly. So high your expenses is more, is back to back. That's like I make a two million dollars, but I'm my, my cut for the for the whole year is a hundred thousand. Exactly. That's too. That's too much. That means your product, your your demand, your product is still too expensive, or you just have a lot of overhead. It all depends on how you have it set up. And I think, in the black community, I think we need to learn business because we do too much inconspicuous consumption. We constantly buy stuff that doesn't suit us. I don't mind. I don't. I don't. I don't see nothing okay. I don't see no problem with buying a pair of Jordans from time to time. But if no, you don't have the not. perfect, if you don't have a de decent living. And I'm not talking about if you don't have a decent living, you don't own your own or you're not on the verge of owning or even thinking about the idea of buying and purchasing your own home and trying to get your financial freedom together. 
then it's not a good idea to be going out there buying all kinds of Jordans. And we do it so well. Right. If your finances is not put together, that shouldn't be a priority. Yeah. My my thing was just more like if you're going to buy five, just buy four. And and buy one life insurance policy. That's true. <laughs> pay yeah, one, we can't change. We can't one, change. You know, people, you that's can true. Buy four, you know, and, and 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 pay your premiums. You know, contribute towards your future, your kid's future, your future. You know, your family's future. That's that's all really it is. Like, if if you know, like I said, cable bill, you know, internet bill. You is like you could take a little from there and add a little here. You know, it's not it's not really to just completely trash your whole or completely get rid of your whole lifestyle. No, I'm not saying that. You know, like right. I said, you have to diversify your portfolio. Like you can yeah. cut a little bit from here and put a little bit over there. That's true. And it'll make a, a world of a difference. Never put your eggs in one basket. That's exactly. how you stay afloat. That's how you stay exactly. uh doing good when you move around and it's okay to to lose sometimes. That's how that's how life works. Definitely. You know, you're gonna lose but it's how you handle that loss is what you makes you a strong person. Get back on top for sure. Mm-hmm, Can definitely. you to someone who doesn't truly understand annuities? Could you break that down for us? Okay, annuities. I'll give it to you uh, just like this, right? When you retire, right, and you about to cash out your four hundred one k, right? Uh, let's say, all right, you saved up five hundred thousand in your four hundred one k, so you about to take it out. And they're gonna take out the tax, and then they give you the remaining of that five hundred thousand. Instead of just having that five hundred thousand in a bank account, in one bank account, especially a bank account that uh, that doesn't have any interest, you know, mm-hmm. or a low interest rate, you can put it in an annuity, right? Where mm-hmm. an annuity will break that money down, and they'll put you. You can have it set up where they pay you once a year. You can have it set up where they pay you every three months. You got to set up where they pay you every month, right? Mm-hmm. And when they're paying that 500000 remember, you gave the bank whatever. Let's say they took 50000 So you gave you gave my company $450,000, mm-hmm. right? So on that $450,000, we're going to add interest to it, right? Our interest rates are higher than the banks, right? Nice. And then when so when you get when you keep the money with us, it'll just be like, okay, we can pay you this every month. So it'll be like an income. So an annuity is an additional account. Huh? So an annuity is an account that you open up. Um, yes. Something like that, yeah. It's an account. The good thing is a lot of city and uh, government jobs, they have that. They call it, we, we usually, we refer, usually as for us government employees, we use it, we're referred as a substitute for Social Security, meaning that we're not the age of, to receive Social Security, but we're retired or we yes. are on the verge of retirement. So we need additional income besides our pension. So that money is allocated to us and yes. um, to help us to be able to maintain retirement. Yes. But yeah. And, and, and like I said, that's just one way of looking at looking at it. It's not uh, uh, it's not necessarily a retire. I mean, it, you don't have to get that money necessarily from retirement. You could be you could benefit from the business you did and accumulated mm-hmm. a lump sum. You see what I'm saying? Like your capital gains that you made from investments or from real estate. 
and yeah. you could put it you could you could break it down into a situation where okay I want to have this much money coming into me yearly or like I said annually or semi annually whatever you choose and yeah. um the money while the money's coming to you is still gaining interest after yeah. that you know what I'm saying? So how does so how does somebody like myself? I have three businesses. Mm-hmm. How do I start an annuity? Well, I'm not a city employer. I don't have it set up already. So how do I go about setting up an annuity? You just come to New York Life and we take it from there. That's yeah. But I want. I want. If, if somebody is not interested in coming to New York Life, like how does like walk us through the steps on how does that work? How what like how does that work? It's a, it's obviously at a second, is a second account that's paying you from, paying you from what your business or your savings and things of that nature. Correct. No, it will be a lump sum. So like you will buy, you would buy something. It it will, it will be something like a purchase where you will come to us with like five hundred thousand, fifty thousand, a hundred thousand, and then we'll set it up as that. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like you have a lump sum of money, and, and you want to invest. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, not not necessarily invest. I mean, it is going to gain interest. It's not a. It's not what I would say is is not a. Uh, is a conservative investment. It's not is is low risk investment where yeah. you. Gotcha. It, it's not like something. It's not you're not really gambling your money. This doesn't really have to do with the market. It's really specifically to the company you go. Two. Some companies have one percent interest. Some companies have one point yeah. five. Some companies have point seventy five percent interest. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like um I was dealing with uh Berkshire Hathaway. They mm-hmm. was doing things with uh Citigroup. Um their interest rate was pretty high at the time years ago and have annuities through them. Mm-hmm. That was just a side investment and um investment the the way they the way they handle the money is 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 a hundred times safer than any stock market you could think of. Exactly. So I mean, as far as uh um doing that type of investment is a hundred times safer because the stock market is extremely more aggressive and mm-hmm. you'll see it in real time. It's going up and down too much. Exactly. <laughs> like yeah, it's more of a it's like a mutual fund. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay. a more of a variable return. Like you won't get. Uh, it's not guaranteed that you're gonna have one percent. It's not. Sometimes dealing with the stock market, you have seven, eight, ten, twelve percent return on your investment. You know, yeah. compared to a company. It's manipulated. It's manipulated. Mm-hmm. It's manipulated. The stock market is manipulated. Hell yeah. I don't. I don't. I can't say. I can't say it's manipulated. I'll just say through the investments, these um these people like. They they give you a, a um, they give you like a little window. They'll say like, hey, listen, the stock market's been doing good. We have had a return of eight percent this year annually. So um, you know, your money if you put it here, it could go up to eight, it could go up to nine, or it could go as low as two percent, or you could start losing money. And you're speaking of the uh, I forgot the word we were talking about the uh annuity annuity. Right, mm-hmm. that's what you're speaking of right now. Yeah, okay. there's different, there's different type of annuities. Like I said, there's guarantee minimum, you know, guarantee minimum. Like your money won't go beneath this, you know, mm-hmm. beneath this percentage. Or there's variable where, listen, it's like, listen, we're gonna take your money, we're gonna invest it, we're gonna invest it aggressively. Where your money will go, you know what I mean? Your, your money, you could be having a twelve, fifteen percent return on your money. 
but at the same time, this risk that you take, it can you can lose, you can start losing your money one percent, two percent, three percent into your portfolio. You see what I'm saying? Some annuities that you lock in is just listen, we're gonna give you two percent, which is good, you know, which is you're gonna leave your money here and it's gonna grow as long as it's here. So if you have a certain amount of money in the bank in your bank account, you can request an uh an annuity, excuse me, on the money that you have sitting there so it can grow. That's it how that works. No, <laughs> it de- no. it depends. It depends on <clears throat> you see. That's like it depends on what type of bank you have your money in. You can have it in a retail bank like Chase Bank, you know, mm-hmm. or, or TD Bank, or you can have it in an investment firm like um, Vanguard. You Vanguard, know, what I mean? yeah. You can have it in a situation like that where that's the is an agreement. Like, and then an annuity, you have to lock your money in. Like you can't, it's not something you put your money in today and be like, okay, I'm going to take my money out tomorrow. You know, it doesn't work like that. After your first initial payment back to you, you have to lock your money in for a certain time. Right. You know? yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah, so it depends. It, it, like like I said, you just have to sit down. <laughs> you have to sit down and it, it goes according to your personal finance. What's really best for you? Like, what do you really want to do? And, um, um, what makes the most sense? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's pretty so, good. I mean, I'm looking you know. for ways to grow my money. So, um, I've heard of annuities, but I wasn't educated on them, and um, I haven't yet tapped into them. So, um, I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one who who has questions about that. So, mm-hmm. I just wanted um it to be broken down on on one what what is an annuity and how mm-hmm. could somebody go about obtaining one. So um yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. Is and there's I, different what, types. It's different types. So when I think yeah. annuity, I think of uh mutual funds, meaning that you're not gonna you're not gonna get like crazy money in one shot, mm-hmm. but over the course of times because you kept your money, you lock your money in, you'll get it's like a solid it's like a solid security investment, so to speak. Because um gotcha. You don't have to worry about like, for example, I I have investment in the S and P five hundred index, and my money goes up and down in it, but it's consistent because it's a diverse portfolio. And usually with the stock market, no matter who you invest in, your money gonna go up and down like crazy. But with S and P, it doesn't go up because of the fact that it ha- it has its hand in everybody's pocket. So pretty much when you invest into S and P, you invest into everything. So with the differences with the the mutual fund, because they're doing it directly. Your percentage is not going to be as high as the S and P, but you're more ninety, more than likely guarantee your money at a certain age, because of the fact that they take in safer routes towards your investment. But the whole thing is, there's times when the market get good, and they probably send you a letter saying that we can do aggressive investment, or we could take a part of the money and invest it aggressively and see if you want to take a risk and you can get a return on it. You know, and that'd be your option to say, oh, I want to play safe or, you know what, let me take a shot. Yeah, take 2000 out. I want to I want to invest that into aggressive investment. You know, it depends on it depends on what, what company you deal with when it comes to that stuff. Um, You can win or lose, you know, but with the annuities, you really don't lose. No, I never heard anybody say, oh, I got I lost everything. I never heard nobody say that. Not with annuities. Right. Not, 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 not hurt. 
But, so annuity, annuities, you basically uh, put a certain amount in and then they invest for you or you can. Yeah, you put the certain, you put the, you put the amount in, they'll invest it for you. Right. But let's say you put in money, you put the money in and they have a guarantee of 1% interest on that annuity. But you see, this is the thing. Annuity is paid out. So if you put in five hundred thousand dollars, you say I'm, I'm gonna put in five hundred thousand dollars, and I want a thousand dollars a month for the next, uh, um, for the next thirty years. Uh -huh. That's how you see. What I'm saying that's how it works. Like gotcha. I want, I want, uh, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you six hundred thousand dollars, but I want two thousand five hundred dollars a year. I mean, sorry, a month. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Pay back to me. Right. So a lot of a lot of times, lottery winners use it as well. Say they get a big chunk of money. Oh, I just won $15 million, right? Mm -hmm. So a bank competing banks will be like, oh, okay, well, if you give us that 15 million, we'll put 5% interest on it. Mm. Right? We'll put 5% interest on it and we'll pay you ten thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars a month for the next 50 years. Now you see, you paid them five hundred thousand, but in return they paid you. They probably paid you a uh, um, total in five years. They probably paid you six hundred and fifty thousand. I mean, excuse me. You gave them fifteen million, but in return, in in thirty years, they paid you seventeen point five, mm. seventeen million five hundred thousand. But they stretched out the payments because. You gave them your money up front. So when they took your money, they invested their money. I mean, they invested your money. They paid you, right? They gave you all your money back and gave you interest on top of that for letting them invest your money. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And they paid it out monthly. And it's, it's a good way to manage. It's a good way to manage money because a lot of people come into stuff like, like things like that, inheritance, uh, um, lottery winnings. And they mismanage their money, right? If you give fifteen million, some people you give fifteen million, in the next four years they'll be broke. Right. You see That's because the money is not growing. That's because the money's not growing. They they're spending. They have bad spending habits. You know, all kinds right. of stuff. taxes, right. taxes. You know, so if you is a is a good is a good way of looking at it because. You you're consistently gonna be making ten thousand dollars a month just to sit down. You see what I'm saying? Then you take that ten thousand. With or an let's annuity, say you win fifteen million. You win fifteen right. million. You you do a ten million dollar annuity and keep five in your checking and savings, or put a, a um five million into another high interest account, or two million into another high interest account and put three million in your bank account for spending. You see what I'm saying? So it's just it's just different financial instruments to to get you, you know, that makes sense. Cause you always want to have you you don't want to have your money sitting as cash because you know inflation happens, like what we're going through right now. You know, the prices of everything has jumped, and meanwhile, your money's still sitting there and it's not your money ain't jumping, <laughs> but the prices of everything is jumping right now. So your money's not gaining any interest or, you know, checking account is less than 
is less than one percent interest savings accounts right now. Many uh, um um retail banks their savings accounts is less than one percent. Yeah, your money is growing. Your money is just sitting there. That's that's the worst thing that you can do is put money in a bank and your money is just sitting there, not growing. Exactly. That's the worst thing you could do. Exactly. You know, there's other options. People need to people explore these other options. You know, and like we was talking about earlier, it's like the information isn't really out there. You know, it's, so um, yeah. It's not. So yeah, I definitely want to tap more into the uh annuities and what would you what would you say uh what would be your recommendation for um someone who is who is looking to gain generational wealth and and within in regards to the products that you that you provide, you and your company. Uh we already know about life insurance, right? But mm-hmm. tell us mm-hmm. break break that down to us a little bit more like what what would uh, what would you recommend? What what type of conversations do you have with your clients? Like, how does that look? I would say, based uh, first, we would try to determine what a, what number you know. What's your number? Like, right. um, how much you owe? You know, annual income. You know, you married your children. You know, we'll figure we'll figure all of those things out. You know, then um, see what type of foundation we could put under you to be secure, you know, then moving like if find out your number, right foundation underneath you. And then from there on, see what you could do. What, what, what what's remaining? Yeah. You know, we basically want to set up something where your bills would be covered if anything happens to you or your spouse, you know, just in case, right? Right. Then we want to put an aspect of um, um, investment into the situation where your money can grow from that point, you know? That's and, good. And yeah. then, um, yeah, then we'll really start at those two things and then, you know, plan for retirement. You know, while your money's growing and then when the money comes out, you know, um, see what goes from, see what happens from there after like when your money comes, then you should be set for life and just make sure we can maintain that on us. Just maintain that year to year. We just got to keep it. If it's an aggressive thing every three months or every six months, we revisit this and make sure the finances is in order, you know, make sure, um, the kids are good. Make sure. Uh, you and your family's good. Mm, that's good. It's, it's we gotta make we gotta make sure that we keep we keep reminding ourselves that we gotta make our money be employees. We got we we all own. If you got dollars in your pocket, you already own a business. Don't even know it. Mm-hmm. You gotta get your money to work for you. So when you when you made a statement before, Shana, that your money shouldn't be sitting in the bank account. That's absolutely right because when you follow a brother by the name of Robert Kawasaki, I know everybody heard of him, Rich Dad Poor Dad. I look at that book as the Bible of finances because when you actually sit there and break it down mentally, you understand it, every aspect of it. If you incorporate it into your life, you'll start looking at things different. And Mm -hmm. one of the things you said, if you got money to invest, don't just let it sit in the bank account because for one thing, it's not making money for you. So it's not become, it's not a, a good employee. 
you want to turn your your money into employee, and the only way you can do that is by putting it somewhere so it can multiply. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole idea with money, anyways, to make it multiply in the first place. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I, I oh, sorry, Kurt, I mean to cut you off. No, nah, you got it, brother. Yes. Adding on to that is, I would the best advice I'll say: sit down with a financial advisor first and foremost. Like, if you feel like a lot of people feel like they're overwhelmed, you know, and um, they don't seek help, you know, they they like, you know talk to people in the same situation where whereas oh I'm so stressed about bills are stressing me out then you go talk to somebody like oh yeah bills stressing me out too <laughs> right yeah. instead of going to a place where you can even you could just you could just find out try to find out like what what are, what's the steps I could do to you know relieve some of the stress off of me you know what what are some steps I could do to get on the right path you know, yeah. what can I do to like, you know, secure my future? Because a lot of people, like, I'm telling you, like, it is, it's not really that much to to get on the right track. A lot of a lot of it is excess spending, you know. And and if you if you if you feel a plan, you plan a fear. That's it. <laughs> That's, That's as simple as that. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. It doesn't get any simpler than that. But our mm-hmm. people. The, the, our our communities black the black the melanated communities we have to we have to learn how to rebuild those relationships with with each other with you know with the banks and things of that nature um in order to to get us to the next level you know we're we're still working on building building trust with one another you mm-hmm. know what I mean? so um you know, I'm 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 hopeful. I'm glad. I'm I'm proud of the direction that a lot of in, but you know, it's it I was just having this conversation with uh one of my friends about two companies in particular it's, I believe the name of it is Prom America and um the other one, what's the name of it? Oh, it's like it's just, it's the it's the competitor for Prom America. Mm-hmm. Um it, is basically a financial company mm-hmm. uh, where they teach you all of these things. Insurance, they teach you about 401k and I mean uh 501c's and I mean you just name it. But in addition to that, um it's 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 a company it, the company has a lot of black people in it per se, mm-hmm. but one of the biggest hiccups with it is is when you go out there and you try to you try to educate one another with this this education, with these with these process, with these resources and mm-hmm. and things of that nature. It's it's all if it's almost as if because I I was experienced with the company. It's almost as if our people we don't trust one another. We really mm-hmm. don't. Um, my my biggest take from it is if if they was receiving this information from a white man or a white woman, they would be quick to jump on board. But when it comes to us, you know, having these conversations with one another, it's kind of like, uh, I got to see, I got to do this, that, and third. I got to jump over a hurdle. I got to be in a really tough situation in order for me to say, yo, I'm going to go back and listen to to the brother or the sister that was providing the same information to me. 
Just got hire a white man. That's all. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> hire a white man. And he don't know it's a black business. Now I'm just playing. <laughs> okay, that's, why, that's why it's it's we continue to get people like you, brother, on here and, and other brothers on here. Um, sometimes we have a few sisters on here, but it's I mean the focus to have black representation, positive mm. re representation from our brothers on here is called Bring Back Our Kings. I, I truly mm. believe that um, it need to be be in front of this war that like being uh, the family, you need to be leading the communities, things of that nature of law, of, of course, along with your queen, of course. But um, for me, I started Bring Back Our Kings because I was a single mom raised um, who was now 13 and he didn't really have the consistent uh, father figure in his life. So I know that I can't teach him how to ban, but um, I can take, I can teach him ownership and generational wealth and the basic essentials of living. Mm. Um, but as I decided early on that I needed to provide him a platform where he can see other black men that are doing great things you know they he's 13 now so unfortunately they haven't grown up in a society that we've grown up in a lot of us are 80s babies and you know we dealt we dealt with the drug the war on drugs and you know things our communities really bad but we also had programming on tv like your different world the cosby show Definitely. uh we, of us grew up in a community where our neighbors look for one another and things of that nature. So I say that to say the generation that we're dealing with now, his generation is completely different. So, Definitely. you know, you see a lot of podcasts, but they're glorifying uh, the baby, the rappers, the little babies and whatever their name is. And they're just not talking about anything that's going to better ourselves and better our community. They're talking about a whole bunch of bullshit. So and, and it's kind of unfortunate too because that gets the most hits. Right. <laughs> Stuff that's right. not relevant, but I think black people just don't want to prioritize the uh the yeah. situation. When it comes to prioritizing, that's it seems like it gets boring to us. You know, I mean it, it's a true is I look at it as a is a true miseducation of the people. The you know, uh, and and um what's so bad about it is like the message is being pushed so hard on our community and if there's any type of pushback you're villainized for it you yeah know? so sure. it's like it, it, it's like you have to it's to a certain extent you have to move in silence you know um that's true and and it's detrimental because like i said i i like to push this i like to push this is it's it doesn't take that much you know it doesn't take that much to set up something for the future because you got to play the game 5, 10, 20, 30 moves ahead. You know, it is 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 like 3D chess now. There's no more Atari right now. You know, everything yeah. is virtual reality. So you have to move. You have to plan ahead. You know, right. Um, and, and these type of moves that we spoke about today is planning for the future. You know, and also it goes hand in hand. This finance thing goes hand in hand with education. You know, we can leave all the money to the youth or to the next generation, but if they don't have that proper education, you know, it's gonna be a waste. 
is going to be a ticking time bomb. You see what I'm saying? Right. You know, if they're, edu- if they're miseducated like how it is right now, you know, if we don't stop that part of the process, you know, which I think that is more the front line of anything, you know, if we don't stop that part of the process, that miseducation of all the youth, black, white, green, purple, yellow, if 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 we don't stop the miseducation of them, then we're doomed. All this life saving and all this <laughs> investment doesn't mean anything because these are the type of people who are going to be trying to blow up your house. That's <laughs> you know true. what I mean? You, trying to do things that could destroy the whole planet. You see what I'm saying? So it, 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 education is definitely a part of the process that we need to you know, definitely give our youth, our community, because we got to respect each other. We got to, you know, um, we just got to know each other and we treat each other how we want to be treated. That's true. That's true. And um, you're absolutely right. And there's nothing wrong, too, like um, to be critical of the black community. We got to get better. And I think if anybody going to be critical of us, I, I don't mind it being our own. You know what right. I'm saying? I, yeah, I don't. I don't want anybody else. I want anybody else from any other race trying to say anything when some of them are contribute factors of it. But as far as right. us, if we want to be critical of the our way of thinking and things we do, I think it's no problem with that because we need a rule awakening. And at for this sure. point, we don't need no help from nobody to fix our situation. Mm-hmm. We produce too much money for us not to fix that situation. Like right. you said, we have to. We have to be on the front line of our own war. Or, or our own building of our yeah. own community. We have to be on the front. We have to put our hands and feet. We have to be able-bodied people to build a community. We can't expect anybody to build the community for us Absolutely. and then live by our own rules. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it can't work like that. How many times I said that shit, Curtis? Right. We got to fix ourselves before anything else can be fixed. Now, I'm not, saying, now I'm not saying if they want to give us some money, I'm okay with that, too. Yeah. <laughs> of course. But I'm not banking on it, though. Of course. <laughs> I just, I, I just want to play the game. That's all. I just right. get in the game and be able to play. <laughs> that's that's true. I you know what I mean? Just give my sneakers, pass me the ball, and let me get in the game. For that's, sure. That's it. And you unfortunately, know, I, I'm not handicapped. The system that's has true. made it 10 times harder for us to get in the game. That's I true. Think, you know, that that you know, that could be that could be <laughs> that could be <laughs> compromised. I mean, we could we could uh, um well what's the word I'm looking for? That can that can be I don't know, uh, but you're right. You're right. I ain't gonna. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. You right. Nah, it, 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 it. This I understand. I understand when people say that you know the system because it, it. The system, like I said, the system is the people who's miseducating us. So that yeah, definitely is true. the system coming right. against. You know right. What I mean? yeah. And then when we have people that look like us mm-hmm. that are in the system that have the power to change our circumstances, the well. It seems like we get money, we run. Hello, right. <laughs> hello. Right. We be like that community. You understand what I'm saying? But then when we have when we have brothers and sisters that stay in the co- in the community, like your Nipsey Hustle, it be our yeah. own people to keep us down. So then we exactly. it, it, for a lot of people who want to make change, they're like, damn. You're right. Yeah, it's like, about that. By the way, it's crazy. Right. But, it's crazy. But um. I'm sorry, guys. I have I actually have a meeting at three o'clock. I gotta prepare for. Okay. But, um, oh, okay. 
I appreciate, I appreciate, like I said, I appreciate y'all giving me the opportunity, you know, to um come on the show and you know share my wisdom, you know, share my business with y'all. It's a pleasure. It is definitely a pleasure, but before you go, you haven't told anybody how they can obtain your services. (laughs) Okay, well, all right. I'm going to give you my phone number. My phone number, direct, because all my business is directly to my phone. Um, 347-938-6201. My name is Boima. Um, You can call me anytime business hours, 9 to 8. Um, my email is b m a s s a q u o i one eighty five at gmail dot com. Um, you could go on my business website page or my Facebook business page, um, which is um, my name Boima Masqua um, at um, on Facebook, and you'll see it. My about my, my um my business page for New York Life. Um, you could go to Boy- you could go to newyorklife.com and type up my name, Boy Mamasqua. Gives you my agent code, my certifications, everything. Um, to let you know, I'm a New York State registered certified uh, um, life insurance, uh, health, and accident agent. <laughs> I work with New York Life. You know, uh, um, yeah. So you could get me. You can email me. Um, I'll give you my email again, bmasaqua, B-M-A-S-S-A-Q-U-O-I-185 at gmail.com. Um, yeah, just reach out and we can, you know, set a meet. You know, I have available slots for next week. I have some available slots for this week. Perfect. You know, uh, um, and just, yeah, just call me, email me, text me. I'm here. I'm here to help the community. And um, much love, peace, and respect. Peace and respect, brother. Definitely. Peace and respect. Much love. Thank you again for joining us. We appreciate the opportunity. Everybody, definitely appreciate the opportunity. For sure. Well, we're definitely going to post your information on Bring Back Our Kings, all the social media, so people can can have that uh, information stored um, to get in contact with you. And I'll be getting in contact with you very shortly. So thank, thank you again you. for the time. You're welcome. Thank it's you. A pleasure. And, and go, and, and share my business page, share my Facebook page. Oh, we do that. Yeah, we <laughs> do that already. Yeah, we definitely will. For right, sure. That's what we're going to do. You too. All right. Too. Thank Thanks you so again, Kurt. Always. Thank you, brother. No All right. Yeah, take it easy. All right. You too. Bye bye. Reach out your hands and save our